Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here for episode number 316, and I am recording the day after the day that I'm reflecting on. The day that I'm reflecting on is yesterday, which was the 12th of November, Veterans Day observed. But today is the 13th, it's second period. I am recording in my classroom. That's why the echo is there, if you can hear the echo. But I'm glad you're here whenever and wherever it is for you. And I am happy that you're listening to me talk about how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God yesterday. Well, yesterday, as I mentioned, was Veterans Day observed, and the school, the Catholic school at which I teach, did something for the first time in the now seven years that I've been here, and that was to have a Veterans Day assembly. And it was really good. I was really impressed. It was clear that a tremendous amount of hard work went into this uh, presentation because it had a, um, a good blend, I think, of education. The presentation started out with our uh, social studies teacher, one of our esteemed social studies teachers, uh, talking to the assembled, which was the entire school as well as guests, about the history of Veterans Day, also known as Armistice Day. And then we heard from other speakers uh, related to our community, We heard from one of our teachers here, a colleague of mine who is a wife of a military officer, and she talked about what it's like to be a military family. We had a uh, former colleague of mine who has been, who was and still is connected, I guess, to the Coast Guard, and he talked about MIA, POW, and, and how they are remembered. And uh, there were some other different um, aspects to the presentation. But really the focus and the centerpiece of the presentation was something really quite extraordinary. And I gotta be honest, something I had never heard before. We had an alum, class of 20, or 2002, come and speak with us about his experiences in the Iraq war. And I don't remember all of the details about who he was and his title and some of the the details, but I can tell you this, that it was gripping what he had to share. His name, I'm pretty sure, 90%, I I couldn't look this up, unfortunately, um, and I didn't get a chance to, to ask anyone who organized the presentation, but I'm pretty sure his name was Jason. Now, he was an, he is an officer and they're certainly a title and, and much more. And please understand that I'm not referring to him as Jason out of any lack of respect for his title and his achievements, simply because I, I just don't remember those. And I, I do remember his first name. And when he was here at, at the school where I teach, he obviously was known as Jason by his colleagues. I mean, by his teachers, who are, some of those are still my colleagues today. And his story was, was unbelievable. I mean, it was incredible to hear the loss and the violence and the heartache and the agony that he faced 
And I'm not going to go into detail in his story, except to say that he shared very openly and honestly about losing two of his closest officers and friends and soldiers in Iraq to IEDs, the improvised explosive devices. And it was, it was amazing because he was there in front of our entire student body and guests and he talked for quite a while, but people were listening and it was almost to me kind of surreal hearing this still young man in his early thirties class of 2002 makes him probably about 34, 35 describing in detail but I should say appropriate detail. He told the story well and really helped us to imagine and to experience what he experienced, but he didn't get into any sort of gory or grotesque details that would have you know, taken away from what he was saying. He, he really was, I think, very appropriate in, in what and, and how he shared, but he told the story that was just agonizing and, and just so difficult to imagine that somebody faced and and not just one somebody this 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 young man this officer the soldier who was there with us but so many more experienced during the wars Afghanistan and Iraq that we had in the aughts the early part of this century but are still fighting in in different ways with still soldiers in various uh, in endeavors on the ground in those two uh, countries. The, um, the, it was interesting because what he was talking about for the most part was about losing his faith. And the two stories he told about losing um, friends and, and, and colleagues and you know, other service people was about how he lost his faith. Now, he did say that he recovered his faith and, and that he is a person of faith once again, but he didn't really tell that much of the story. And I, and I think it's probably because it's harder maybe to talk about how one recovers or restores their faith and then the opposite, how it can be lost. I think that can be easier to talk about the loss rather than the regaining or the finding discovering once again but it was it was really quite something and and in talking to my students afterwards in the classes that I had I, I can tell they were touched and they were um, moved by his story so I think I know that I experienced God's presence in the midst of this sacred story you know it was a reminder to me that Sharing one's story is a profoundly holy and an intimate act. And he did it with such grace and poise and, and conviction. And that was so evident that, that God was present in that. Also, I, it was a reminder to me that we have no idea what stories and experiences people are carrying around with them. You know, as I said to my students that, you know, if, if Jason had his uniform off and he was just wearing sweat, standing in line next to you at the grocery store, just like any other guy you might see at the grocery store, um, you'd have no idea, no idea what this 
this person has experienced. And, you know, we, I think, have to be compassionate that the person standing next to us in line or in behind, in front of us in a car, whatever, worshiping with us in church, could have seen all sorts of things that we can't even imagine what it would be like to experience. So again, I think it's just an argument for compassion and mercy and kindness to others. I did feel that there, there was a piece of his presentation that he alluded to, which was when he was in college in uniform or at some point in uniform. I don't know if he was still in college, but he said somebody came up and spit on him, somebody who was against the war that he was engaged in or would soon be engaged in. And he didn't really share that in a, in a negative way or, or say very much about that. He just kind of mentioned it sort of in a, like, how can you, how could someone do this? But didn't really dwell on it. It was more of just a passing comment. But I wish that he or someone could have said more about that. Because, you know, I think in a faith context, we, we have to say that war is violence and war is horrible and war is not what God desires. Now, I know there's just war theory and, you know, there's, there's a tradition of that, but there's also debate about that. And there are plenty of Christians who have a long tradition, the Mennonites and the Quakers of of pacifism, of saying no period to any form of violence, especially warfare. And I feel like that piece was missing in, in the entire assembly and in this young man's presentation. I think it was implied just by what he was saying about how horrible war is. But at the same time, I, I don't think our students got the history of the Iraq war that many people, myself included, protested it, didn't want it, didn't think we needed it. And history, I think, has only proved that, that the reasons that we went in weapons of mass destruction were specious or even dishonest at, at you know, at, at the greatest. And, you know, look at the country, look at the Middle East. Is it, is it better because of it? It's, you know, it's debatable, I suppose. But we didn't, the students weren't given that context. And... Again, I, I don't think that takes away at all from the service or the veterans or any of that. But I, I think it, again, in a faith context, on Veterans Day, we have to say this is a good thing that people served, but it's a bad thing that they had to serve. And that glorifying or glamorizing war just because these people have become heroes or heroines in the midst of it the ends don't justify the means, which is war is wrong and war should at all costs be avoided as much as possible. So in conclusion, it was a, a very powerful, moving um, speech and sharing that, that Jason gave. And at the same time, I, I feel that, you know, it's, it's complicated. Veterans Day feels complicated to me. Because, again, of, uh, of the Catholic Christian commitment to peace sometimes gets lost, I think, on a day that we're celebrating the achievements of war and warriors and remembering those who have fallen and given their lives in service in those areas. So, yourself, 
we've gone through Veterans Day this year, a, a special one with the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I, the bloody, horrible war, fought in trenches with technologies like poison gas and machine guns. What is your sense of Veterans Day? How did you celebrate or remember it this year? And where is God in the midst of it for you? And would you agree with my assessment that it is a complicated, multi-layered, challenging holiday for people of faith who are committed to nonviolence and who are committed to peace rather than to violence and to war? As always, I appreciate that you are here. Thank you very much for listening. Blessings and peace.